Welcome to BAFTA's Heritage Podcast, featuring monthly conversations on films, TV programs and games recognized by the Academy since 1947. Find out more about how BAFTA has been celebrating and inspiring creative excellence at BAFTA.org forward slash heritage. special guests to welcome to the stage two of whom you'll know very well because you just watched them up here so first up shall we please welcome to the stage Mia McKenna Bruce welcome this is tea everybody and then we have Amy Lee Hickman who as everyone knows is Carmen And then we have Elle Brewer, who is a writer on the series as well. <laughs> and then Jonathan Wolfman, who was a series editor and then also a producer on different, different shows. So he would like to say that... Script editor. Script editor. And, I'm and now a producer. So script editor on Tracy Beaker Returns and then a couple of episodes of The Dumping Ground as well. So welcome to our, our cast here. I think I'm going to start with how is it, both of you, to watch yourself back on, on some of the episodes oh, there? It's, it's so yeah. sweet. Like, we were sitting there, like, watching the scenes, and we we're like, oh, I remember when that happened. It's really it's it, so nice to look back and have that footage of us so young as well. Yeah, it just brings it all back. Like, especially like the um, episode where Danny was leaving was obviously really emotional for everybody, if you couldn't tell. So, like, just to have, like, we were all sitting up there in tears. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to ask Mia, actually, firstly. Yeah. We obviously watched their Danny Harmer, Tracy Beaker leaving. Yeah. And it looked like your tears were, were very real. They How were. emotional were you then? I, uh, I couldn't stop. I could not stop crying the whole way through. I think because um, when Danny did the speech, like, it was really, like, real. Because, obviously, we had... We, we started when we were 11. And by the time Danny left, we were, what, 14? When Danny left, we were, yeah, when Danny left, like we were 14. 14 yeah. So we had like grown, like spent a lot of time with her. So if I had to say all that, and then it was all real, and it was just like <gasps> crying. Ellie, <laughs> how difficult was it to, to write Danny Harmer, Tracy Beaker, the legend, out of the series when you knew it was going to keep on continuing? It, it, was, it was really, really hard. And Jonathan and I, must, well, we'd planned about seven different episodes. and. Each time we thought we were happy with it, and then Gina Cronk, our producer, who was brilliant, she went, no, it's not quite there yet. And it's like, oh, back to the drawing board. <laughs> anyway, but the thing that, the thing that kind of, uh, the way we cracked it, I think, was that we, the, the key relationship was Tracy's relationship with Mike, because that was the relationship that had been through right from the very beginning from story of. And so then we focused on that, and and then Sapphire leaving, and that kind of gave us the yeah. gave us the through line, didn't it? Yeah. Because when when you're saying goodbye to Tracy Beaker, it will be very easy just to write a lot of emotional scenes of people going, "Oh, do you remember when? Do you remember when?" And that's not a story, and to actually have the feeling so that. Because we, I don't know whether you guys watching that were upset watching it, but I was, me and Ellie, <laughs> we were in We were slightly pathetic back. up there. Um, 
but you actually have to create a story and we did want some big event a big stunt you know and that whole thing with the accident with mike how do we weave that into the it wasn't it wasn't easy was it no and also that she was jealous that tracy yeah, was jealous yeah, of the yeah, new yeah. girl who came in because yeah. mike was praising her and stuff so actually it was probably one of the hardest episodes we did i think wasn't it yeah well it obviously did seem like a pretty iconic episode and a great way for tracy to go out but mia and amy can you think of episodes that you absolutely loved or kind of a uh, a story that you had in your time on Tracy Beaker that you just really wanted to get stuck into. By Tracy Beaker, I, we always talk about, we have one episode where it was called Shadows and um, <laughs> we got to be in our pyjamas for the entire episode. <laughs> so, so literally we'd come to work and we like if we were in tutoring or just throughout the day, like we were in onesies and we were Dressing like, gowns, we were like this is the best job ever. Um, I loved doing that. That was yeah. one of my favourites. And we always have a thing, like, me and Amy have this thing, we don't like wearing shoes. But obviously, yeah. like, on set, like, there's, there's rules where you have to. So we'd always run around without shoes on. <laughs> so it made us wear slippers, like, all the time. So that episode worked really well for us. Yeah. But also, there was an episode um, where T decided to get a pet sheep. Oh. And I <laughs> loved that episode. But the, the sheep was called Baronica Bellamy by Bibula Safi Bun the First. You do remember it well done. Well, it was around the lawn. The whole time filming, I couldn't say it. Like, I couldn't say it at all. Like, I had to do so many takes, so I just couldn't get it out. And now I think it'll stay with me forever. Oh my God, though, that sheep. It literally. It was huge. It was huge. It thought it was a goat. And it was that you writing that in as well. That was my. What was yeah, the what, yeah. that was the B plot? I'm trying to remember. I watched it. It was one of yours. Yeah, it was one of yours. It was a Joe storyline. It was episode nine. I remember. Yeah, I love that episode. Good luck, boy. Or bad luck. No, yeah. it wasn't Good in luck, that boy. one. It wasn't in that one. Yeah. Was it not? No. You, you can see how much of a family <laughs> these guys are. <laughs> Tell everybody when you were filming it, like what it entailed. Where did you go? How long were you away from home? And I'm sure everyone likes to know where, where it was all filmed. Yeah. Well, it was filmed in Newcastle, and obviously we both live down south, so we used to stay in a house, all the girls had a house, all the boys had a house. So for when we started, it was 13 weeks, um, but by the time we left, we were doing like six months at a time, filming. Like, But by the end, by our last series, me and Mia had a flat, just the two of us, which was really nice. Because so, we both just turned 18. So we got like rewarded, we had a little, our own little flat, and... Um, and now we actually live together in real life, so it was like a, a tester. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, if everyone hasn't, uh, hasn't heard about it, we were just talking off camera up, upstairs a little while ago, and uh, when you guys left the series, you said, we're going to go to college and go and live in a flat, and that's... Yeah. Now, not, much not, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're now living up from college. I was going to say they missed that bit. Yeah. But we did, yeah, we moved straight in together after we. Um, and we said since we were young, like, like we were saying earlier, we, we said since we were young, we're going to live together when we're older. And everyone was like, right. Yeah, okay. we'll be like, yeah, okay, you'll grow up one day. Yeah. And now we actually do live together. We did it. And Jonathan, I'd like to just bring you in as well because you had a story from <laughs> earlier as well about how, how, uh, how Amy got her job and that you kind of. Saw something in there. Don't sound weird. <laughs> Amy coming for her audition in the sixth floor of a place called East Tower that had since been knocked down, sitting outside <laughs> lifts with the other girls that had come that day waiting to audition. And she was the centre of attention. <laughs> and she gave me a cheeky look and she had some water <laughs> and she knocked it over and she was shut and she said, she was only two. Oh, so she said, Aren't you going to clean that up? I didn't say that! <laughs> I didn't say that. I, 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 this is awful, but because I thought that you was the cleaner. <laughs> so 
that's it. I have not got this. <laughs> Honestly, like on one of our first days, Amy was like, oh my God. Like we saw, we saw Jonathan and she was like, oh my God, I told him to clean up my water. <laughs> I didn't say clean that up, I was just... No, you asked the question. <laughs> what was your reply? I just no, He said, no, I'm the script she had, she had, like she still has, she had that cheeky look. <laughs> and I kind of knew somehow she'd do well in the auditions. And when, <laughs> and when Gina and Sue Needleman, who's a brilliant casting director on the show, amongst others, they said... Show this is who Carmen is. I was like, not. They all along. They're going to be cast guys. Uh, maybe a bit cheeky in audition. I guess that gets you a job. <laughs> don't just assume people are the cleaner. <laughs> Amy, I want to ask as well. Carmen is your character, obviously. What did you love about being Carmen so much? Um, what was the best thing? I really, really miss playing Carmen. I used to love all like the funny things that she used to get up to and. Like all the story, I was always surprised by the stories that they gave me. I was like, "Oh, I'm running off to Spain this episode." Like I always got random things. They were all, they were never predictable. Um, and I think where I grew up as Carmen, I somehow morphed into her. Do, 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 do you know what I mean? 100%. Not morphed into, but like bits of me and then bits of Carmen. I've definitely become more girly. Yeah, it's so like she'll put on an outfit. She's like, "How's this look?" I'm like, "So Carmen." Like you <laughs> are like just Carmen. Carmen. <laughs> My favourites when um, you got glue in your My hair shampoo. with the shampoo. Oh, that was hilarious. I love that. And sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but not that sorry. That was absolutely hilarious. I remember they had to put on like a wig that was like they put all this gel in it to make it look like it was glue, and then they were like, "Right, okay, we're gonna break and we're gonna go for lunch." now but I was stuck in the wig so honestly it looked like tree trunks coming out my head I, was, I had to go and have lunch <laughs> there's quite a few times I haven't been able to take you seriously because like what was the other one when they painted my face green. green that was it I was like I can't I can't talk to you yeah when you're like that I know every year actually I've had so something well the other thing me and Ben always tried to do was get Gina wet yeah oh, oh, that bless classic. I was watching that one yesterday where she's got the hose up her Bum, sorry. <laughs> Can't remember what, what was that. Because it was meant for you were trying to get Liam and oh, you, with the oh, yeah, were, the yeah. scare game one. That's it. Yes. Those no, biggest fans. <laughs> and Mia as T. Yeah. What did you love about playing her so much? Again, like like Amy said, like when we started with the characters, we were so young and we had quite a lot of like freedom to sort of take them where we wanted. But by that, we just sort of made them into ourselves, I think. I don't know if we made them into ourselves or, or we became, became like them. them. Yeah. So I think, yeah. Somewhere in the middle. A bit of a mix. But, um, yeah, T was always, like, the peacemaker, always sort of involved with things in a good way. So I think I loved that about her. And just, I just like Amy said, I just miss playing her so much. Like, I think they just became a part of us, as cringy as that sounds. If you ever didn't like what Ellie had written for you, the, the characters to do. Did you ever um, have a say I never in changing did. the no, script slightly? Never, never, never did. Didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, like, <laughs> if there was, like, like, not that we didn't like it, but there'd be lines that we'd sometimes just, like, change ourselves by, by like, later on, like, a few years down the line, that we'd just sort of but come out with no, random no. stuff. But also there was... Uh, sorry, I was just thinking about... Because tea mostly was nice, but I was thinking about the time we... With Mo, oh my God. when when she beat up the scarecrow, and we wanted to, we wanted to see how far you could push T before she'd do something bad. 
So we had to destroy something with a cricket bat. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was quite I like that. That was dumping ground, yeah. I like that. And Jonathan, just tell everyone what it was like working with the cast and I guess Danny Harmer and these two lovely ladies and how was it being on set all the time with, with a family, I guess? Well, um, I, would, I would travel up because my main responsibility on that show was more to do with scripts. So I would go up periodically and stay for a few days and hang out and uh, watch them play. <laughs> um, but it's actually, to be fair to everyone, it's really hard work. I mean, they talk about the fun, but they're 11-hour days, and you can't work kids 11-hour days. So for the crew, it was hard work. People would come in, do their bit, and then they'd, they'd move on. And <coughs> they had fun, but they, what they haven't told you, that if you film during term time, you know, as soon as they've done their hours on work, you know, there's tutoring to do. So they're sitting in the classroom. So it's... It's fair to say it's not very glamorous. Not at all. <laughs> not glamorous at all, no. Because I know a lot of people would assume and think, oh, it must be so fantastic. They have, and they do have a good time, but that's because they make friends. When they make friends with each other, and of course it, it's fun, but it's actually really hard work, and, and there are laws and, uh, uh, about working with children, and the BBC would, 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 would just take... They would take someone off set if we weren't absolutely 100% following all the rules about education, the hours that are allowed to work, the mandatory breaks. Um, but, you know, different directors have different attitudes, don't they? Yeah, uh, yeah. Some oh, yeah, definitely. are much more fun for you guys to work with, and others perhaps are more stern masters. Yeah. Would that be fair? Yeah, yeah definitely. You, I think you get some, like, like an, an actor's director. Yeah. Bit. And you can quite quickly, like, come to terms with how each director works. Like, yeah. Because, obviously, we're, work, like, working with them every day. It only takes a few days before you realise, like, OK, this is what I can and can't do. And I think that's what... Because, like, when... You've worked quite a lot before, but when I first started in Trace Speaker, like, I hadn't really done much, so I did, you learn it all there and then. Okay. And I think it's just... It's a great way... Like, you have to deal with it. You have to deal with working with these people and know how to communicate with adults really, really young. Um, so I think it teaches you a lot. You have to pick it up really, really fast, otherwise you don't survive, I guess. Yeah. And, Elliot, it's your job, obviously, to bring all these characters to life. And when you watch this now, how proud are you? And did you ever run it past any kids and say this is what I'm going to get them to say, this is what's going to happen, do you like it, will it work on TV? I don't think we ever did that. <laughs> we did loads of research with um, care kids, looked after kids, okay. um, didn't we? We had, yeah, we had a we, great we, researcher we, on the job we, and she set up various uh, research sessions just to get background information and storyline ideas and things because we were really keen um, to make it tr true that they'd be issue-based stories. Um, so I don't think we ever, no, I, I don't think we ever ran actual dialogue past them. And then, but I mean, I was trying to come up with interesting characters. You know, you want conflict. And so even if somebody's good, they can be bad. So uh, that just makes for a more interesting mix, mm. I think. And Tracy Beaker now, obviously, we're celebrating its 15-year anniversary. Why do all of you think it's so successful? Because it's just... Iconic, I grew up watching it. You both grew up watching it before yeah. you got parts. It's, you know, Jacqueline Wilson obviously well, brought it to life originally. Um, 
yeah. think Jacqueline, well, because Jacqueline created such a fantastic character in Tracy and the setup, and also the will they won't they be uh, will Cam Foster Tracy originally? Uh, um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I've got my own view on it. I think one reason why she's a great character is reason I so enjoyed watching your very first episode <laughs> of the story of Tracy Beaker again. Um, she was so young, she was so perfect in that part. She mm. was mm. Tracy Beaker. Mm. But Tracy Beaker isn't, wasn't written or designed to be a role model character. Mm. She's a dramatic character who was a badly behaved. It was a series made for the kids, not the parents, because... <laughs> um, yeah. Some series are made half with, oh, will the parents get upset by this? Or will they? But Tracy Biko, it was like, she was brave, she was angry, she carried a lot of pain, she was hurt. She was a very rich, complex mm. character, but in the end, her heart was in the right place, and she was always fought for justice. And I don't know about you guys, whether that is why you love her, but I was so wanted to work on Tracy Beaker Returns because I thought, oh, when I was a kid, oh, that character often says things I wanted to say, but <laughs> didn't uh, would yeah. behave in ways I wanted to, but didn't uh, and she did it. And I just think that's why she's iconic and mm. it will stay in history and yeah. TV as a great... I, th I think also the thing is that she did... She was a lippy kid, but there was always a reason why she was always. a lippy kid. So when the BBC said, you know, they were interested in doing it, I said, well, that's fine, but you've got to go with that lippiness. You can't pull it back because it's not true to the book exactly. and it's not fair to the audience. So... But you can't just have somebody, sh the kids shouting at, you know, but, yeah. for no reason. So we always tried to balance what she, what she was doing. You know, a lot of heart there, a lot yeah. of soul. It was great character. Well, it has been going 15 years, and I'm sure it's going to be going for many <laughs> more years still to come. But I'd love to open up the questions to you lot who have been watching today, because I'm sure you'll have some. Some questions for a lovely panel up here. And we've got someone walking around. Nia is going to be walking around with a microphone. So if anyone wants to put their hand up, if they've got a question, we'll try and answer as many as possible. If you tell, if you tell everyone who the question's for as well, that'd be great. Um, it's for all of you. But um, if you could make another series on uh, the dumping ground, what do you think um, everyone would be doing now? Good question. Yeah, Amy and Mia, what will you be doing now? Well, Team Carmen moved to college. Be studying. Yeah, so they'd be studying. <laughs> T went to do art. I went to work in care in the end, yeah. didn't I? Yeah. I always thought I was really surprised by that. I always thought that that because Carmen always wanted to be an actress, and that like in our last series, I, she tried accidentally auditioning for drama school, and um, and then a bit later on in the series, she meets this old woman and. Uh, who's got dementia and falls a little bit in love with her and she wants to work for the elderly. Yeah. So that's what she'd be doing now, training for that. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie, though, what would these two be doing if you could write another episode? I think 
they'd probably be getting up to mischief in their flat. Yeah, <laughs> I agree, yeah. Brilliant. Next question, guys. Nia, are you going to pick someone down? Who do you think your favourite actor will be? My favourite actor? My favourite actor now? Of, like, like, actor ever, as in, like... Or from the, dump, or from the series, from the show, do you mean? From, from the, the show, show. your favourite? <laughs> I love Gina, um, played by Kate herself. She was yeah. always one of my favourite characters. She had so much energy, like, whenever there was sort of, like... Like she was like that as a person, or whatever. She? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, she was always the one to raise the spirits. Yeah. She's um, I also person. loved Noah, who played Gus. I thought he was absolutely... He yeah. couldn't be... He was so different to his character, like... Oh, was he really... Oh, Flaskopi. <laughs> oh, she's one of my favourites as well. She's brilliant, too. <laughs> Love everyone. <laughs> Got a question up there? Yeah, perfect. This is for Carmen... I mean, um, Amy... <laughs> <laughs> Amy and Mia, how did you get into acting? Good question. Um, I got into acting through dance. So I danced since I was two and then did like a dance show which involved acting and then got spotted by an agent and just went from there really. I, um, I started going to like acting classes on a, on a Saturday, but like not like serious acting classes, like an hour of dance, an hour of singing. God, can't do either of those. <laughs> and an hour of acting. You can, you're great. Mia, come on. <laughs> and, uh, and then my drama teacher was the sister of my agent, who's still my agent now. And then an agency just puts you forward for auditions and you... Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Another one up the back, yep. Was it... Um, it's for Mia and Amy. Was it scary being on set? Mm. Not yeah. scared. Like, it was, what to begin with? Intimidated. Like, in terms of like, you don't realise how many people are on a set. Like, it's not just the actors. Obviously, there's so many crew. There's booms over your head and all of that. So that was quite like scary, I guess. But I think I, even now, I still get nervous. Yeah, I do. I get nervous before my lines. I'm like, oh. How many people then are watching you? Just so these guys know. So when you're filming a scene. How many people are behind the camera watching you do I'd your job? I'd say people there in the room and people in video village. That's, that's funny. Yeah, so there's a, there's a video village, which is where, like, the rest of the crew sit watching what's happening on the camera sort of thing. So it's not even just the people on the set. It's also the people in video village watching as well. <laughs> and then people at home watching. Yeah, yeah. lots of people watching. <laughs> right, next question is down the front here. Um, you got one. This is for me and Amy. Other than each other, who are your best friends on set? Oh, is it your birthday, by the way? Oh, happy, happy birthday. birthday. How old are you? Nine. Nine. Oh, oh happy birthday. Um, oh, best, uh, I don't know. We, were all, we, we, we became really good friends really, really early on. Yeah. And then we, we honestly all did all get on. Yeah, like it, was, it, like it genuinely was a family. Like we all lived together and everything, so we all got on so well. We were really close to Noah, who played Gus. Yeah. And then he left, that was really sad. Um, and obviously, yeah, when people were leaving, it was awful. It yeah. was really sad. But um, we were always sort of known as the troublesome two. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. We've got another question down the front as well. Um, this is for all of you. How do you feel about Danny 
about Danny Harmer having a daughter and have you met her? Uh, well, I have we met, we did, um, well, obviously when she had her, we messaged her like, oh, we'll come and see you and the baby, but we've never... It's one of those things, I still it. talk to her and I still keep in contact with her and we say like, how's the baby and things like that, yeah. but... But she was always like, what, like, obviously when we worked with her, she was like 22, like, so she was she was an adult, but she was always like acting like a kid. So when we found out that she was having a baby, we were like, what? "You're a child." Yeah, like this is <laughs> so adult. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tasty Beaker's having so a it's baby. A bit nuts, but yeah, I think as far as we've seen, she's settled in really. I'd well. love to meet her. She's so cute. Yeah, isn't she's she? adorable. <laughs> have you have you both met her? I haven't, I haven't met the baby. No, Danny. I haven't, haven't seen, seen Danny since since she left. Since, no, I've seen <laughs> her since then, but I've not seen her since she left. Not since she was having the baby. Although I have to tell you a funny story about Danny Homer. It was to me. <laughs> we, had a, we had a head of drama who was trying to, at the time, trying to persuade Danny to do yet another series of Trace Beaker Returns before we were filming the last one. And he was like, no, I'm going to go up there. Um, I'll, I'll find the best restaurant. And we will, we will, <laughs> we'll find the best restaurant. We'll... we'll I, I don't care, I'll pay, with whatever it'll cost, right, we'll impress her, I'll talk her out, persuade her. <laughs> so we go into this very posh Italian restaurant, and he's like, oh, right, he ordered a bottle of this, and he's like, Danny, what would you like? And she's looking, and she said, can I have pizza and chips, please? <laughs> 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 I just loved that. I, it was so, it was like, oh, yeah. you got it. And they had to, it wasn't on the menu, and they had to... Especially Baker. That's what we saw. Sure. Yeah. 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 She loves pizza. <laughs> I remember yeah, yeah. her turning up to set one day at lunchtime with oh McDonald's for, for all the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like for 14 people. Yeah. And obviously, we all went majorly hyper after that milkshakes and everything. So the crew were really happy. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Um, this is for Mia. And what did you feel like when you first joined the programme? when I first joined the programme. Well, as I said, I was a fan of Tracy Beaker beforehand anyway. Um, so I was super excited. Like, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it was true. And then I remember our first day, we all got the train from London together. I remember seeing Amy sitting on her pink suitcase. And we all just got on the train together. It was me, um, Jessie, who played Lily, Amy, um, Richard, who played Liam, Saf. and Saf, who played Sapphire. And we all just got on so well straight away. And it was just like so exciting. I couldn't even believe it because I was like, this is like a dream come true. Yeah, another question there, perfect. This is for Amy. Um, I saw you in EastEnders and who was your best friend? Um, when I did EastEnders, I actually make like, I always say like everything happens for a reason. I think one of the main reasons that I did that job was because of the, the people that were meant to come into my life. So the guys that, the guy that plays Shaquille is one of our best friends, who we me and Mia live with. <laughs> so the three of us live together. Um, and Tilly Keeper and Jasmine Armfield, who play Louise and uh, Bex, are also two of our best, best friends. Yeah. Another, it, yeah, perfect. Is it fun being actors? Is it fun being actors? Where is she? Well, can you give us a wave? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> is it fun being actors? It's guys? amazing. It's, 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 it is hard work. Like, you don't, I think you don't realise, because obviously it's, it's hard in between jobs, like auditioning and never knowing if you've got a guaranteed job and all of this. It's, it's hard work. 
And as Jonathan was saying earlier, like they are long days and it's not as glamorous as you expect it to be, but 100% it's worth it. Like when you're on a job and with the people and all of that and things like this as well and getting to meet you guys, like it's, it's, it's all worth it. I love it. Absolutely, yep. Next question. This is for Amy and Mia. What was your favourite part about being on the show? Um, the people. I know that sounds really, really cliche. It's like, oh, of course, you can say the people. But honestly, the people, like, still now, we left the show two years ago. We, it was filmed in Newcastle, and we regularly go to Newcastle. A couple of the Lewis, who plays Ryan in the dumping ground now, comes and stays with us. With, uh, we went on Ma holiday with Miles, them. Miles, who plays Tyler. We still go on holiday with them. So we, we spent so much of our childhood there that there was no way that was ever going to happen. Mm. So, yeah, I think the people. Yeah, we literally grew up on that show. So, like, the same way that... Like you guys go to school, like we had we had this, that was our school, that's where we learned everything, yeah. where our best friends were. And then obviously getting to act as well was amazing. But um Yeah. I grew up in sparkles and fur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like I, I I still we still like pretty much every day we like we miss it and seeing them still work on it, it's like It was right, it was right when we yeah, left it was perfect. 100%. Um it was right timing, but it's always gonna be such a big part of our lives and where we grew up. Yeah, and we feel so proud of the show and like just literally like seeing that is like it like yeah. means so much. Amy, your outfits are pretty colourful. Do you still have any of them and do you wear them out? Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. I I wear, I wear I wear Carmen's dressing gown all the time. Um, I wear Carmen's pajamas. I've got I've got some of my embarrassing outfits for a laugh. Absolutely. <laughs> Fancy dress. <laughs> Another question up the back, I think. There's one. This is for Amy and Mia. Has anyone recognised you and called you by your dumping ground names? <laughs> like, getting it mixed up? Yeah, we get called Carmen's Heat all the time. And I kind of still like it. <laughs> yeah, and we still... It's a, bit, it's a bit weird. As we've got older since leaving the show, we sort of... We, I call you Carmen quite a lot. I know. Like, it was a joke initially. But now... Or like, like, like what you're saying, like when I try an outfit, and I was like, me, this look nice. She was like, oh, very, very calm. Look like Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are never going to live those names down. No. In a good way, right? We have two more questions. One just here. Yeah, perfect. Would you ever open up your own dumping ground? Ooh, what a Ooh. question. Are you opening one up? That's... that's Obviously, as you see... Like, I don't think a, we could do that. Like, <laughs> we couldn't... We could... I, I, <laughs> we get the kids get away with murder. Literally. <laughs> but it's, it was, like, we learnt so much. And I think that was one of the things that, like, I love so much about the show and I think why it's so successful. Like, even though, obviously, they're naughty and they have a lot of fun, like, they all have been through a lot. And there's obviously the really serious side that sort of underlies all the stories. Um... So I do find it like fast, like not fascinating, but like interesting to learn about. But I don't think we could actually have one. No way, Mia. We Maybe would, we years. would not. We be can't look after ourselves, let alone anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> we have time for one more question, but then the girls and obviously Jonathan and Ellie will be going upstairs for pictures, and then you can ask some some more things if there's time as well. So we have one more question down here. Yep, perfect. Have you ever been told off at set? Yes. By the by the director. Yeah. Yeah. 
We used to get grounded because we were living there. They used to be like, <laughs> if we were, not for like being not, really. We were never naughty on, on set, set it but was like we like, were we were living in a house together. So that was we play like pranks on the chaperones and stuff. Nothing really bad. <laughs> just like you know, have a bit of fun. <coughs> um, Jonathan's coughing. Oh, does that mean they were very <laughs> naughty? Um, or like we'd have a little bit of fun in the future, but we'd be like, oh, don't do this. Like yeah. we weren't. Or like get giggle, giggle fits, where we yeah. couldn't stop laughing, so we get sent out of tutoring. And then we'd have to sit at opposite ends of the tutor room <sighs> until we can't. And down. they were like, Amy, don't look at me, and Mia, don't look at Amy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we've we been. We so yeah, they were naughty. Well, <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much thank for being you. here, and thank, thank you all you. for watching. I think a round of applause, thank absolutely. And as I just mentioned, so Mia, Amy, Ellie and Jonathan will all be upstairs straight after this. So you can have some pictures and you can ask them any questions that you couldn't fit in just now. Um, but thank you very much, everybody. Thank you so much. Yeah.